Thank you for listening to the Rogues Alliance Actual Play Podcast. Editor Jason here. I apologize for the sporadic updates the last couple of months. As some of you may know, I had a pipe freeze in my room that I do my editing in. So between plumbing work, carpentry work, and cleanup, this has really put me way behind in putting out episodes. I'm still working on the next episode, but in the meantime, I've got something different for you. See, before we even started our current campaign, we took a shot at actual play recording that didn't entirely pan out, but I still have the recordings of that. So, before we get started on this, GM Jamie would like to give a shout-out to GM Chris over at the Order 66 podcast, who created the original idea that the adventure that you're about to hear is based on. It was his Edge of the Empire module, Forgotten. Our game has completely different characters from our current party, but some of the same players. It's not connected in any way to our current campaign, but I still think that it's pretty funny and worth a listen, at least to give you folks some content while I'm trying to get back on track. It's not quite as closely edited as our other stuff, but there's some real fun in there, and I'll be back to your regularly scheduled content very soon. So without further ado, I give you our story, Fragments. Alright, uh, well this is episode 2 of, uh, as of yet, unnamed Star Wars Edge of the Empire campaign. I'm your GM, James. We'll go with Jamie. This is Jason. I'll be playing a human colonist doctor who is going to be named Stegnus. I'm Brittany. I'm playing a human bounty hunter assassin who is currently unnamed because I don't know how to pick a name for a bounty hunter. My name's Ryan and I'm playing a Twi'lek smuggler named Kravitz. So for those that have made out names yet for our potential listeners... At home? Anyone who's made a name yet hasn't actually received that in the game. So, for a slight recap, all of our characters began with complete amnesia. Aside from, you know, you knew what a door was. But you couldn't remember who you were, what you were doing, or anything of the sort like that. And you all came to inside a vault, pointing guns at each other. In a somewhat hilarious escape, um, that vault, you discovered that you were on what you thought was a space station, and turned out to be an orbital space station. You ran into the higher-ups of a crime syndicate known as Black Sun and attempted to bluff your way out by hitching a ride with them, which sadly went tits up just at the end, (laughs) uh, and turned into a firefight where you stole the man's ship and escaped the orbital station, which had a bomb on it, which you may or may not have planted. That blew up and almost killed you. Almost is important for the listeners at home. (laughs) If not for my piloting prowess, we would all have been destroyed. So you are now on the shuttlecraft uh, that has been damaged from getting caught in the explosion. A few of you are being tossed around in the back, which also include our Bothan Thief and our Wookiee Slicer, our players not here tonight. And the Wookiee Slicer and our Twi'lek Smuggler just received a hollow vid call from a Mon Calamari named Turpfen, who I believe you know is a Vigo in Black Sun. For our non-Star Wars listeners at home, that's kind of like Don Corleone. Who promptly asked you why you blew up his space station. I believe that's where we stopped. <laughs> so, uh, I think we can discuss about it later, but we might possibly do a recap episode of episode one. That we get to go through and talk about particular memories with each other and, you know, what you guys remember as being important. Yeah, awesome. But for now, I think that's good. Alright. So do we have to roll, uh, light and dark points? Yes, we do. So, yeah, first off, roll your force die. My chance at redemption. Nope. <laughs> That's one for me. Yep. <laughs> Which is the force die? White one. Single black. Single black. Two for me. Double black. So that's one dark for me, two dark for me, three dark for me, and four dark for me. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to I start with um, you two, actually, before we jump to you. 
and that you were getting thrown around a shuttlecraft. And this is a small shuttle. Like I believe I described it kind of similar to what you would see in like a private jet, kind of like Tony Stark's in the first Iron Man movie. So it's got like couches, there's a lounge. So starting off with our bounty hunter and our doctor, and I believe the thief is actually back there with you too. Yeah, she was checking on her desk. She was. I will say flat out, I'm not good, nor do I like ghosting characters. So instead of just saying they're not there, if you guys would like to suggest something that a character who is not here does... You're welcome to. I can always veto it. So no making the Wookiee kill himself. Or pants himself. <laughs> or do anything else really embarrassing. Do Wookiees even wear pants? No. Yeah. <laughs> you should be a Wookiee, Ryan. <laughs> I don't remember why I didn't give you the Wookiee. Maybe that's why. <laughs> I'm impressed that you're wearing pants now. I figured I'd be polite. So, single room. In fact, I would like you guys to give me... Uh, if I can have coordination rules from you two with an average difficulty. So two purple die. Actually, let's make that one purple die and one black die. Because it's not actually that hard to stay up in a ship, but because of someone's rather erratic flying and that there's flames outside. It wasn't my erratic flying, it was the explosion around me. <laughs> so just to recap, yes. you get... Okay, so I have four agility and no ranks of coordination. So that means I get four, four green. Four green. So four green, one purple, one black. Resulting no. sum of rolls, SSA. Two successes. Two successes. I assume it means two successes and two advantage. advantage. Alright, cool. Two successes and one advantage. Nice. You both balance, manage to prop yourself either up against a desk, a chair, whatnot. You just managed to, like, surf it out. You were literally, like, pitching and rolling and spinning all the way through. Meanwhile, to you. Yay. You can just kind of just <laughs> see that the flames stop licking at the window. You can kind of start to see blue sky. I believe, as we've described, you've spotted very Corellian architecture. Off in the distance, you're not over a city. At the yeah. moment, you're kind of over countryside. But you see a large city on the foreground. And the little hologram of Amon Calamari has introduced himself as Vigo Turpfin and asked you very <coughs> politely and very calmly why you just blew up his orbital station. I believe there were alarms going off as well about the um, ship leaking air. Oh yeah, uh, the hyperdrive is busted on the ship, so you can't escape that way. There's been an atmospheric breach somewhere. You haven't been able to figure where in the ship yet, but that means you can't go into space. And a display pops up that shows... The left? Wow, I'm a bad pilot. What do you call left? Port. Is it the same for? Yeah, it's the same for Well, I should port really have my license. I should really have my license revoked. <laughs> <laughs> Your poor wing is kind of like just wobbling in its slot. All right, so. Little Andrew is there because I was going to let him do the talking while I tried to land the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> the wiki goes. <laughs> 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 that sounds like him. Yeah, yeah it does sound like <laughs> right. Apparently the Wookiee now has a voice box. <laughs> the Mon Calamari, uh, so Torfin kind of regards him and he says, Well, very well. My fighters will be up shortly to escort you to my estate. We can discuss there. Excellent. And as that mentions, your radar kind of blips on. First off, you can kind of see like way off in the distance. Um, you see like blips of what you assume to be his fighters, fighters. coming towards you. But then from that city are two more blips that are then coming towards And the Wookiee kind of gives a... Which, as you speak Wookiee, you understand he uh, mentions that the computer is reading it as Corsac fighters. Corsac being Corellian security, being the cops. All of them? Or just two? Two fighters of cops, two fighters of okay. bad guy. Or possibly good guy. We don't quite know what side we're on yet. Okay. Yeah. Two fighters of cops, two fighters of crime syndicate. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I guess they'd still be bad guys. 
Again, remember this is not D&D. You guys are allowed to metagame with you. With me, priority one is just getting medicine. I'm not even going to try to talk to you. So, trying to fix her? Yeah, I was going to say you should probably... Yeah, I died in the last one, so... Didn't die, you were just I was very like unconscious. on death's door. <laughs> very much were. So I'm currently not in any situation to do much other than try to keep not dying. Uh, what bad dice am I adding? You're adding two difficulty. That is two black. Purple. Two purple. I'm going to try to be using the proper names for the dice for mm-hmm. our listeners. We just have to learn what they are. That's yeah. the other reason why I'm doing it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so I rolled two successes, an advantage, and a triumph. You were effing healed. <laughs> Sweet. Does that mean my effects go away too, or just my... Well, first off, this is triumph. So you said you had two advantage? One advantage, two successes. One advantage, two successes. Okay. So first off, all of your wounds are healed up. I'm not going to triumph. Yeah. So you are at full health. You can remove the... The rattled or headshot or whatever? Yeah. It's um, on my intellect and on my cunning. Penalties. That's the word I wanted. Yeah, the penalties on your intellect and cunning can go away. And he he stitches you up good. And I mean, it's, it's kind of like the headache goes away. In fact, there's even a point where like, even as he's doing this, he kind of heals your shoulder for a second. He's like, oh, that's a little... I'm just like, I've had that crick for three years. <laughs> I don't have a memory, but I knew I had that for three years. <laughs> So, you are going to get a boost die, so that's the blue one, for any physical check that you do. I'm going to say basically until I say otherwise. It's not high enough that I can give it to you for the whole night, but I'm going to let you get that for a bit. The power of Stegnus compels you. You're cured! <laughs> Doctor, not cleric. <laughs> <laughs> right, wrong system. <laughs> All right, so Ryan. Yes. At this point, the fish boy has disappeared. The fish man. Fish boy. <laughs> and the Wookiee sitting in the pilot seat kind of looks at you, and he's like, what do we do? And at this point, as you're going to discuss in this, you hear a... <coughs> unidentified craft, unidentified craft. This is Curling Security, Fighter 359. Please identify yourself and prepare to be escorted back to Coronet City. You should see if you can get the Wookiee to bake a screwed up comm back to make it sound like you're not hearing it properly. Good call. He's the slicer. Yeah. <laughs> We're um, flying through a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> Our Wookiee then has two ability and two proficiency. I'm going to say that this is a formidable challenge. And sorry, formidable is not the great word. No, I'm going to say it's a daunting challenge. Okay. But, normally speaking, that would be four difficulty dice, but I'm going to flip one of these and turn one of those into a despair. Oh, oh, okay. Things you never want to hear the GM say. No, one or the other is okay. The oh or the oh are good. The oh, oh. Like both of them, that's never good. So he succeeds, and you can you see him like immediately pulls out his data pad and like shoves the, the cord into one of the ports, starts typing away, and immediately pulls up a keyboard on like a hollow keyboard on the actual thing itself, and you just watch like and almost as this guy's pulling out like like Johnny Lee Miller and hackers kind of like <laughs> that's a dated reference for you folks at home by the way. Yeah. <laughs> We're old. I'm still in my twenties, Dennis. So am I. Uh... <laughs> you. And he manages to actually not only just put send static back across, but he actually composites a digital voice that answers back of like, Corsac Flight 3, 5. Whatever. Having problems. Unable to. Over. That doesn't sound like your voice or anyone else's. Like, it's a completely neutral voice. But he rolled five threats on that. So. See, the both is the problem. Yes. <laughs> So, the Corsac replies back to you and gives a unidentified shuttlecraft. 
We copy and understand. Give me a, a waggle of your wings, boys. We'll escort you back into town and uh, get you guys fixed up. Can I tell which group is closer? Of course, that guys. Really trust the guys to, of the station you blew up? Like, is that actually a better option for you right now? <laughs> well, I, that's kind of the direction I'm leaning. I think we're bad guys. Anybody else have any input before I, you know, hey, man, steer I, us to hell? I steered us pretty heavily last time. I, I, I don't necessarily want to be <laughs> steering all the way. Not to influence this either way, mm. but what you were and what you are might be different things now. Yeah, that's true. But I do leave this up to you. You could also cut and run from both of them. Like, that is an option. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> Not that I can promise he'll get away, yeah. but... We shot our way onto this place because we at least mostly bluffed our way up. I think if we end out at a base where there's a lot of guys that know that we destroyed a lot of property owned by the guy who we just landed his base, it might be more difficult to bluff our way in. That is true, because the fact of the matter is it's been established that at least some people at Black Sun know no. you. Like, yeah. Yeah. you have been identified. Colonel. <laughs> Colonel. The guy, you, the you guy still random stuff. Yeah, you still I haven't, haven't clued in, in yet, have you? No. no. <laughs> uh, God. My instinct is we just killed the guy and blew up their station and they probably... The cops will probably question us first and then figure out what's going on, whereas the other guys will probably just kill us. There's three of you. Take a vote if you need to. If they wanted to just kill us, he wouldn't have sent fighters to escort us back to his base. He would have sent fighters to just shoot us down. Can I countermand that by saying that his troopers did just try to kill you? Yeah, but we were trying to, you know, kill them too at the time. There, there might be a way for us not necessarily bluff our way out of this. It's a lot easier to interrogate somebody when you have them there. That's true. But it's not like we can tell them anything. <laughs> so then he they'll just kill us. You can either put this to a vote or you can make a decision. You are the person yeah. on the pilot seat right now. tell you, man. We don't know that this conversation is happening. Yes. Yeah, so if, if, if you want to let us in on it, you know. Yeah, I think that's what I'd, I'll probably call you guys up. Guys, we got a situation here. All right, so the Twi'le calls you up. You find that the bounty hunter is looking far better. Has a bandage <laughs> on her head, but aside from that, seems quite spry. <laughs> Not dead! Yeah. <laughs> the Wookiee and the Twi'lek explain it to you. The situation of what just happened of the conversation with Turpfin. Who figured out he was the Vigo, by the way? Because I'm trying to remember who that was pertinent information to. I don't even identify Black Sun stuff, so it's not me. Uh, I think it was Andrew and I. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, right. so you know what he is then. then. Yeah, because I've got knowledge underworld, so I'd imagine that it, yes. you know, yeah, that that I would have rolled you. well. So. Yes. So you understand that this guy is a higher up in a major criminal organization. Yeah. Like comparable to the Huts. So yeah, both sides of the argument are put forward to you guys. Discuss. Yeah. The way I look at it is we don't know why we were there. We get back there, he's not happy with us, and we just decide to turn double agent and work for him instead and bring down whoever sent us to go blow up his space station. Me talking my way onto this honestly was sort of predicated on me knowing that you guys had enough firepower that if things went bad, we could fix it anyway. If we land there, I don't think we could shoot our way out if he decided he didn't like us anymore. But at least the cops might have cameras and things that they have to deal with because there are laws. I, I don't know that this Vigo guy he said his name was? My instinct is not to trust the crime lord. I would probably trust a cop before I would trust a crime lord. Wait, what ended up happening with the guy whose ship that we're on, on. anyway? And yeah. the pilot? They kind of died a little. To recap, the Duros, 
um, who you're never going to name off of, actually, but the mm-hmm. one who seemed to be in charge, and the pilot are both missing large chunks of their heads. Oh, yeah, you, didn't, I know you why? didn't kill them. What? Would I know why? No. That said, there was a doctor in your group. Yeah, and, and I had a theory, anyway, that it was essentially a cybernetic bomb. That that's, yeah, so. no, that's kind of what I was assuming out of game. I was just sort of Can do a check, see if wondering if yep. underworld knowledge might okay. let me know that medical medicine? Yeah, medicine. That sounds very medical. All yeah, right. well, it is. Like, yeah. You're, doing, you're doing an autopsy, basically. I'm going to say it's an average difficulty, but I'm going to give you a boost because you already have a working theory. One boost die, and that's two purples? Yeah, two difficulty. It's actually good to say color in. Yeah. It associates. Three successes and a triumph. You don't just confirm your hypothesis through the blowout pattern of the bone and the thing, but like you find minuscule fragments of the bomb. In fact, you don't even just know that it was in his head. It was specifically planted just behind his eye. Okay, so the guy that you're saying we should go and land in his base has people that work for him implanted with bombs, and he killed some of them. (laughs) Well, that means he was mad at them and not mad at us. I what don't know that has- those are mutually exclusive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Wookiee gives a... And asks, what if there are bombs in us? Uh, that's a good thing to check. Then we're screwed in the <laughs> Any medical scanners around? No. Any chisels? No. Maybe that's why we don't remember anything. It's because they implanted that in our head. And screwed with our memory. This is true. Yay! Uh, Unidentified ship, you then look out the window to see that the Z-95 headhunters from Corsac have made the distance by this point, and are actually quite close now. Not close enough that they're beside you, but close enough that you can see the pilot's head in the windows. Okay. Please give some sign that you understand and are communicating with us. Uh, Are they close enough for you to just kind of awkwardly... Is there a window near me? Are they close enough to see so that I can just kind of awkwardly wave at them? (laughs) Yeah, you can. Okay, I'm totally going to do that. I'm also going to wave and just start pointing down. You are in... These things have a nice big window yeah. in them. That's what you're in. So yeah, you guys are in that front cockpit right now. For our viewers at home, the specific shuttle is the same shuttle that's in Return of the Jedi. So from the classic Star Wars shuttle. All right, so uh, they wave at you. I keep pointing down and shrugging. It's like, do you want us to land? Like, we're trying to get down. <laughs> what you gonna do, pilot? What you um, gonna do, pilot? Gonna start following them, I guess, since they're already here. <laughs> I'll just fly casual. <laughs> I'm going to ask the um, Wookiee Slicer to see if he can find there's anywhere on the ship that he can repair, because at least sounds like there's atmosphere escaping. All right, so you're trying to get him to repair. Uh, For what reason? So that I can understand what you want exactly. General damage. Yeah. And I don't really know what kind of damage, but I think that he's the kind of guy that would be able to figure out what damage is and fix it. He kind of gives a growl and goes around to check the ship and then promptly kind of explains to you that the major stuff needs to be on the ground to fix. There's stuff on the outside. There's a hole in the shuttle. It needs to be patched up both sides. So you are following them all the yeah. way back. Uh, well, not necessarily all the way back. I'm going to see what the Black Sun fighters do when they get close. All right. That is, if they, you know, if they just start to decide to mix it up, I'm going with the winner. So the two uh, Z95 headhunters pivot themselves around, and it is atmosphere, so they actually do have to kind of loop around, actually, and then fall in just one of them kind of falls. They're both beside you, and one's in front, and one's slightly behind you, and they're guiding you back towards the major city that you see at the distance. I'm going to calm over to you. So they know that we came from the station that exploded. We could just say that we were gambling there and just happened to be leaving when the place exploded. That works. It's a good story. We can stick to that. It probably still means that we're criminals, but it doesn't mean that we're violent criminals. (laughs) (laughs) They might ask us some questions. Okay, do we have visible weapons that we could hide? Because again, violent criminals are treated differently (laughs) than people that we're gambling. You have a fully armored bounty hunter with a sword and a gun on her back. 
Yeah. It, it's, it's up to you. I don't necessarily want to take your weapons away. Well, she could just be scared. protection. Yeah. This is I'm true. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Not, yeah, I'm going to keep my weapons. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll keep them put away, but I'm not comfortable with the thought of not having them. Okay, who are you the bodyguard of? The Colonel, obviously. Yes, we all love the Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> you. You are the Colonel. I told you this. I tried to tell you this. Was that before or after you shot the elevator? After. After. <laughs> it's hard to keep track. Okay. The first okay. time or the second time? Another thing. we got to see if the slicer can fake some identifications of this thing to say that we own it. The Wookiee kind of looks at you with like a... <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I don't know how to do that. There's a lot of stuff that I just don't know, but I've seen you do stuff. He gives a growl of like, yeah, fake IDs. I can do that. Fake IDs in less than 10 minutes on a busted shuttle. That's a bit more difficult. Fake <laughs> ship. <laughs> I appreciate that you're putting the effort in, and I'll make sure that if anybody remembers anything after this, we'll remember that you did this well. <laughs> um, so I will roll that later for the wiki. As he kind of like immediately starts kind of pulling stuff out and has a. <laughs> As this is going on, the hollow communicator pops back on with Turpfin there. Um, so this will be the first time that you guys have seen the locale. Um, and he kind of has a very. You appear to have picked up some company. Lose them. Have you seen what we look like? We're not exactly in the kind of shape to lose anybody. Oh, I see. I'm supposed to be accommodating to you right now. What do you want me to do? I'm going to busted-ass ship. Yes. Uh, whose busted-ass ship is that again? I didn't catch his name. Yes. You kind of made his head explode before I could talk to him. Oh. Did I? Because it seems to me that you are being escorted back by Corellian security with two dead bodies on your ship. Cuts out. And, yeah. <laughs> At that point, my eyes go wide because I'd forgotten about them. <laughs> Things oh. to hide. Priorities. <laughs> uh, garbage compactors. By this point, you are just hitting the edge of the city. Okay. Yeah, garbage compactors, anything that burns really hot, something that we can fire these things into. We're in, it's a shuttle. <laughs> yeah. We're in an echelon right formation, okay? So, how far back into the right is that other headhunter? They're close enough that we waved and they saw us. Yeah, yeah but I mean, like, if, if we pop, pop something up the airlock on the left side of the ship... Um, what do you think? Roll them into barrels? Or just drop them. Uh, I'd rather roll them into <laughs> barrels. That's a smarter idea than that. <laughs> <laughs> roll them into barrels, light the barrels on fire, throw them out saying that it's part of the flaming wreckage because the inside of the ship is still on fire. Plausible. Oh! <laughs> we have barrels? Alright, we gotta so... find something like barrels. Alright, Colonel... Yep. Um, what? Oh my god. This is why I have a command on? rank, apparently. <laughs> I'm assuming oh I'm going to have to probably god. call the C-Sec guys and bluff them a little bit. I assume I'm getting the thief with the deception check to be the one leading the body hiding. Yeah. Right now, the thief with the deception check has a roll of two proficiency dice, so two of the yellow ones, one ability die, one of the green ones. It's an average difficulty, so she has two purple. And because of the stress, I'm giving her two black, so two of the setback. Does anyone want to do anything to change this roll? Look around to see if there's any equipment that I can throw together. Anything sparking, anything that is currently spouting like smoke that I can also jam into this thing so it looks like it's a piece of wreckage. I also kind of want to light it on fire. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, we do have weapons that, you know, make things... It's make true, we're hoping to make them do, yeah. Yeah, part of the me not knowing things. I keep forgetting what you guys have. I have a blaster rifle and a vibro sword. Sweet. That's what it's called! I know. Yeah, it is. Blades, man. They're the precursor to the lightsaber. And I don't have anything else. Because that's a lot of blood. Ryan. Hmm? Would you be okay with taking one for the team? How so? In the upper torso. With a gun. I need to fly! <laughs> yes. 
Can't the Wookiee take it? One of the ones that will be flying. <laughs> I'm just trying to come up with more reasons why there's so much blood in this cockpit. You can add one boost by assisting. Woohoo! I choose to do that. So is that all you guys are doing? Is that boost? Are you assisting them too? I'll assist too. Do you want the Wookiee making things, or do you want the Wookiee assisting? Let the Wookiee make things for now, I think. Yeah. Okay, anything else going into this? I'm done. I'm done. It's not going well, is it? <laughs> I don't know your faces enough to know if that's good or bad. I keep trying to look down before he rolls. <laughs> So you managed to find a Durasteel crate that was kind of just shoved under the seats as like, you know, it had basic equipment in it. Boxed lunches, life jackets in case people crash, typical supplies for a plane. And you just kind of reef that out and just she crams the bodies in and like, we're talking trying to fit it into a suitcase. We don't need them to be comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> they're hardly fitting. It's bulging. Yeah, we can have Bernie's. Um... <laughs> And at this point, kind of as you're going to light this, you guys hit another buffet, and one of you trips back and hits the uh, release button for the patch, and it just goes shoom, and you watch the crate go. Okay, so it's just a crate of bodies. Well, the, the crate went out, and then the random stuff that was on the floor went out too. You guys managed to grab on to something, but you didn't set it on fire. You didn't make it look like it was flaming at all. You suddenly get a call of unidentified shuttlecraft. What was that? We're trying to get rid of some of the uh, some of the hazardous material that's on board. Now our radios work. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Deception. Uh huh. All we right. Had, so we had somebody on board that was able to fix our radios. Yeah. <laughs> and what kind of difficulty would that take? I'm going to say that it's only going to be an average difficulty, but you're under stress, so you're going to take a setback die. Can I say that we start dropping more random stuff just to make it look less weird that we dropped one thing? Yeah, like, well, you drop like more stuff on fire and keep pucking more stuff that's on fire, really. I'm okay with that. Add a boost die. Are we over the city? Right on the edge of it, yep. Yeah, I know, just making sure. <laughs> but yes, that's yeah. going to land in a semi-populated area, probably. <laughs> <laughs> A suburb. Okay, so I've got two threat, two advantage, no, three advantage, uh, so it's a net of one advantage and one success. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> I told you, I, I roll the force. well. Unless it's, you know, either... The force is strong with this one. I roll really well, unless it's either really important or completely trivial. Yeah, that was actually really important. <laughs> okay. Yay! My luck has changed! Now you I changed my that. mind, you are my friend. <laughs> the agent kind of responds back I'm of... Sorry. Shuttlecraft, please be advised, if we see any further sudden or unexpected movements or any suspicious behavior, we will shoot you. Acknowledge. Kind of wag at the wings a bit and yell back at them to stop throwing <laughs> shit out of the fucking air. <laughs> Follow us down on landing Vector. I turn the comm back on to sort of everybody hears. Is anybody carrying anything that's illegal to own? I don't think so. The Bothan has a thermal detonator on her belt. <laughs> so you can see you're going to be like cramming it. <laughs> It's not really something you can throw out the window, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Uh... That wasn't unexpected, right? No sudden movement there. Yeah, oh, it was Lord. him. <laughs> that was a reactor leak. How well, was... I mean, how well... At this point, <laughs> you're there approaching the precinct landing pad. Well, I'm, I'm a smuggler, right? Yeah. How well would I know places to, like, surreptitiously hide things on a shuttle of this class? You'd have to jury-rig it. Unless there are smuggling compartments built in, you yeah. have to jury-rig it. Yeah. But you're a smuggler. You'd yeah. be fairly good at that, actually. Okay. I'm assuming that's probably skullduggery. Uh, that's my assumption, but... 
Every once in a while, like, I like this system a lot, but there's times where I'm like, come on, you just named it that way because you didn't want to sound like you were copying D&D, &D, and it makes <laughs> it annoying. <laughs> I mean, I still got four, um, four success die, or ability die, even if it's a... Uh... Just throwing this out there, I could probably fly, because I've got piloting as a class skill, and it's agility-based, my agility's the highest. I don't know if he ranks in it, but it's my yep, she could do it. highest stat, yeah. so I could probably do it. Okay. And I suppose really, you know, at this point, landing the thing isn't all that difficult. Although taking off seemed to be. <laughs> Brittany kills us all on landing. Yep. No, I would actually say it is well, deception. Well, okay. you wanted me to do it anyway because of my head wound. Yep. And I'm already thinking of uh, a story about, like, you know, head wounds bleed a lot. Um, yeah. I'll give it to you for easy. Easy. And that's actually a true statement. It is. Head, head wounds do bleed a lot. Yep. You kind of hop in, and the Wookiee kind of like, you know, it's going to try and help as he's furiously trying to scribe away. He's like, <laughs> You find one of the chairs, and you grab, probably not her sword, but you find something to just kind of like unscrew it, reef the thing off, and be like, Give me the bomb. What else is being stored? I literally only have my rifle, my sword, my armor, the yep. comm link, and the data pad. Yep. Uh, and, it's not, and it's not illegal to have blasters, right? No, you're supposed to have permits for them. But okay. Do I have a permit for it? I haven't decided that yet, actually. Okay. Uh, if you do, it's on your data pad. You know, that data pad with the criminal plans on it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, good call. So <laughs> Now, granted, those are yeah. biometrically blocked to you guys. But still, might be a good idea to hide those, because I'm assuming they probably have a way to crack it, given enough time and reason. Yeah. So, you guys hide your data pads. Uh, the wiki does not hide his. He's going to use it. <laughs> yeah. You put it back on, and you make it look like that chair never moved. And the idea, basically, isn't so much that this is never found, it's that it doesn't look like you put it there. And now, our wiki. Go, Wookiee! Who has a computer check? You are my favorite absentee character. <laughs> <laughs> two proficiency, two difficulty. I'm gonna use a force! <laughs> to upgrade? Uh, upgrade, yeah. As long as you guys are okay with that, because yeah. that was our only one. Beat me to it, I was just about to flip another one. <laughs> But he is under major stress with this, so he's getting two setbacks, the black die, and this is a formidable task, which means he is going up against one, two, three, four, five difficulty dice. So the wiki rolled one triumph and three failures. The failures cancel out the success of the triumph. He did not succeed. But it's a triumph. Awesome things happen with triumphs. So as he's basically trying to plug in and he's trying to get into the registry, because he's not just trying to get you guys fake IDs, he's trying to make the ship have a fake ID. And instead, though, it doesn't work. First you, and then you can kind of see the beating his head against this, trying to figure it out. And then he just gets this look of like, and gets this horrified look on his face as all of a sudden, all of the data wipes. All of it. Everything that was on his data pad, out the window. That's the bad part. But that means that any of the ID or any of the information on you is deleted and gone. The ship's registry and ID is gone. It doesn't link back to Black Sun anymore. Well, at least as far as registry goes. <laughs> so that's what you get for that. And now, you've landed. Yes. <laughs> the wings have folded up. I assume we stay on the ship. I'm assuming they're coming to us. Yeah, you see the two headhunters land nearby, and the hatch is open, and two pilots get out. They appear to be wearing similar uniform, and they're walking towards you. I've always contended that there is no problem that enough guile or treachery cannot solve. I'm going to uh, pop open the hatch and start walking down the ramp. Thank you for listening to the Rogues Alliance Actual Play Podcast. For character bios, fan art, and more, check out our wiki page at roguesalliance.wikia.com. Music and sound effects are owned by LucasArts, Lucasfilm, Valve, The Walt Disney Company, or are from the sites freesound.org, freesfx.co.uk, 
and tabletopaudio.com. Questions and comments can be sent to feedback at roguesalliance.ca. Tune in every two weeks for more of our ongoing adventures as we blow stuff up, learn rules, and generally have a good time.